Hey Royals, it's Queen, your favorite global STR investor. This is the Ready, Set, Purchase podcast, where I help first-time home buyers, owners, and investors become short-term rental owners. And while I believe arbitrage is a great way to get to the bag, this show is about ownership, y'all. We stream and record live on my Instagram at the Queen Blueprint every Wealth Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Let's dive in. Today, I want to talk to you guys about why I sold my car, okay? And not because it was an old beat-up car, no. <laughs> it wasn't a beat-up car. It's a um, 2020 Hyundai, which, what was the Ionic. Hyundai Ionic plug-in hybrid I mean like I got the 40 I think it was $4,500 tax credit and everything on this this beautiful car right blue car royal blue car because you know pimped out in the royal blue okay and this ruffled some feathers when I say it ruffled feathers when I went on the on on the internet or when I told my family and friends that I was selling my car ruffled feathers y'all like I'm like hold up life is this is 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 this y'all life or this my life why y'all so upset about me selling my car okay so on august 30th of this year 2022 i made the third biggest financial decision of my 30s so the first biggest decision was to leave my seven-year union corporate job and then the second decision was to sell my condo, which if you watch the previous podcast episode or if you go on my Instagram, you'll see that live there as well. Um, and you can just catch up on that. But third biggest financial decision I have ever made in my 30s. I turned 30 in February, y'all. I've been wilding out since. <laughs> just wilding out. Just wilding out since. Okay. Um first reason why I sold my condo and this one is strictly like the first couple of reasons really had to do with mental health and and just physicality right so a lot of you guys are very new to the queen blueprint and I'm probably going to say this a couple of times because I know I got some riders with me I have people who have been watching my story since I started like documenting everything in 2017 2015 2016 <laughs> so y'all be here for a while but it's a couple of new people um this is a podcast now so I have some new podcast listeners right so a lot of you don't know about the accidents that I've been in and um I know I have like a smile on my face but trust me they were not fun and they were not great okay <laughs> not at all but honestly, I think the universe was trying to take me out or something, like by means of car. I swear, I swear. So, seven cars. Seven cars, y'all. So I'm 30. Um, I bought my first car at 2020, because I wasn't 21 yet. So 20, right? Um, and since then, I have been in seven uh five sorry five car accidents seven cars five car accidents i feel like i'm missing one i feel like maybe it was six right um a couple of them were fender benders one really big one was the first car that i had um i actually the twenty in 2012 a lot maybe some of y'all are new yorkers all my new yorkers say what's up to me in the chat say what's up to me on the podcast comments but 
2012, there was a, hey, how you doing? How you doing? Let me know y'all real estate ambitions and all the things, because I'll get to that in a second. But 2012, there was a really big snowstorm, right? Huge snowstorm, right? Mind you, I'm minding my business in my house, but unfortunately, this is this is where emotions come into play and understanding who you are as a person, right? And being in control of your emotions. I got into this argument with my boyfriend at the time, and I ended up going... Now, we were in college at this time. I was a commuter, so, um, but he was still at, like, a school upstate New York. And it's 2012. There's a big freaking blizzard coming. And my crazy behind jumped in the car to go and yell at this man because he was ignoring me. Flew off the road, sliding on black ice. Now, I had already had some type of, like, about about getting into car accidents, losing my life, all the things, right? But so I go sliding off of the road and I'm like, this is exactly why I I don't, I wasn't supposed to be driving. Like, this is crazy. What am I doing? What am I doing? Right? My very first accident totaled my entire car. Whole car totaled. Done. Okay? Two weeks later, I get into another car. Two weeks, two weeks later, y'all, I get into another car. Now, mind you, that first accident really tore up my ligaments, all the things, right? So, two weeks later, I get into another car. That car only lasted about eight months, but I did get into an accident with that car as well. Um, I got into a fender bender with that one. Then the next car, I got into uh, someone hit me... Well, I'm just going to tell you the big ones, right? So that was the big one. And then the second big one was getting hit by a car at work. So now if you guys listened to the first episode and if you listened and if you watched my other, my previous live, you'll know that I left my um, job of seven years because they were trying to send me back into work and I had gotten COVID twice from them, right? Now, this is another instance with this company where that's why I decided, like, I cannot let these people control my life, right? So, I was at work, minding my business, doing my thing, doing what I was supposed to be doing, and this guy, like, waves me over and is like, yeah, no, you can come across the street. It's raining cats and dogs outside, right? So, I go across the street to go to my truck, and he hits me. y'all. So, I got hit. Like my body hit that car. <laughs> this is 2016. So, no, you gotta be freaking kidding me. I am not in another car accident. Anyways, guy did a hit and run. He ended up getting arrested and going to jail because I definitely caught that license plate. <laughs> caught it. Okay. Um, sued him, got money for it. That was actually used for, used as a down payment to get my condo. Which, like I said, if you listen to the other episode, I sold it, right? That same condo. But this is what led to, you know, having 10 G's in my pocket, okay? So, um, so I get into that, that car accident. That happens, all right? Was it a month later? I think it was a month. That one took me a little while because I couldn't really use my arms and my legs. Um... But I ended up getting another car, right? 
got into an accident with that one. Crazy. Got into an accident with the next one. Crazy. The last car that I got into an accident with was driving to work in Jersey, going to um, New York on the BQE. I get down to 3rd Avenue, and this is for my New Yorkers. Y'all know what I'm talking about. I get on 3rd Avenue. I'm driving, minding my business yet again, right? Light turns red. I sit at the light. I'm the first. I'm in that first line. And this is why they tell you don't jump out first because people be wilding out here, right? So I stop. Red light or whatever, then the light turns green, go through, and I get T-boned. Yo, three major accidents. The other accidents were little baby fender fender benders, but this was crazy. Like, the whole entire front of my car got demolished, okay? I've never broken anything. Um, Sprained, yes, but never broken anything. So, I'm safe. I'm secure. I got all my things. Um, I did lose in, in the 2016 accident where I got hit by a car, I lost 15% use of my arm. Um, cause he hit me good. He, he got me, he got me pretty good. Okay. Um, which is why I got the payout. So, yeah, so that's what happened. And so pandemic, the pandemic triggered PTSD. I didn't know that this is what was going to happen, right? So I'm at home, obviously, for the whole year, not doing a thing, not driving nowhere, not going nowhere. 2021 comes halfway through 2021. I am being called back into work and forced to drive again because I'm not getting on public transportation. Y'all got germs out here in these streets, okay? Y'all got the bit, all right? So I was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to try this out. So I started driving to work, and I noticed that, now, mind you, throughout these last couple of those, all those years where I got into all those car accidents, I had always gotten right back into the car, into the car, back into the car, back into the car. I never had a moment where I paused for very long. Maybe like the three, I think it was about three weeks after I got hit by the car that I stopped driving. But then eventually I had to get back in the car. I had to go to work. So it's never been an extended period of time. And so COVID was the pandemic. It was a year and a half of me not driving. Not really. Like I don't count driving to the to the um to the store for that. Hey, 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 hey. Driving to the store or anything like that. So I started to experience PTSD, right? Like I would jump in my car. I would scream in my car anytime somebody like merged too fast off of the hey, hey boo! Hey! Um, anytime somebody would like merge, I would start screaming and yelling and carrying on. Okay, in my car by myself, obviously. But I started experiencing PTSD after the pandemic and it got way worse when I came to uh where I am now, which is Maryland. Cause the folks here Hey, hey, I don't know. I waved. I don't know why I didn't, why I took my wave off. Um, but yeah, it got, it got worse. 
I didn't think that it could get worse because I feel like screaming and jumping in your car is crazy. But then I started seeing things from the from my peripheral view that weren't actually there. I started seeing things in front of me. I couldn't drive at night. Um, I started swerving because I would think I would see a car coming too close. And that is so dangerous on the road, y'all. That is so dangerous. So obviously I need to go to therapy, right? So that is definitely coming soon on an update on that. But <laughs> but I had PTSD. And that's crazy for me to think about my car that way because even before the pandemic when I had when I was at the the, the corporate job, right? For the 7 years, my car was my safe space. Right? Like I would go to my car to calm down after my supervisors pissed me off. I would go to my car to take a nap in the middle of the day, you know, for lunch, on my lunch break, y'all, not, not stealing company time, right, but, like, it was my safe space, and even during the pandemic, when I got tired of being in my house, I would go and sit in my car, like, my car was my safe space, and when I became a nomad, and, like, now, you know, I'm here with family, I was outside in my car, right, like, my car was my safe space, but in motion, Definitely not. <laughs> With the car in motion, right, exactly, exactly. Like, in motion, the car was not my safe space, okay? Stationary, yes. Moving, absolutely freaking not. I started freaking out and carrying on all the things. And I was like, yo, I can't live like this. Like, I can't keep going like this. I clearly need to assess this situation and, and gather myself and... Sometimes exposure therapy works, right? Where you continue to, to do the thing that you're afraid of and eventually you get so used to the thing that you, you're, you're not scared anymore. But this has been a year and a half now because we're in 2022. So I started driving again, like long distances and things like that in 2021. It's getting progressively worse. So I said, you know what? Big reason number one, I need to go and get my emotions together because what is happening? What is happening, right? All right, so that's one really big thing. Um, now, the second big thing is the, oh, no. Yes, Francesca, I was out here losing my whole mind. Um, there was one drive that I took from, I was coming from New York, actually, and coming back to Maryland. Um, after closing on the condo and everything. And it was late at night. And I said, dang, this is, I know I'm not supposed to be driving at night because I freak out the worst at night. Um, and driving, and there's a road in Maryland where the trees are like down, like not, not like the tree trunk and stuff, but like their leaves and stuff like dip over, like how my hair is, like it dips over. And I saw, like, I thought the tree was actually, hey, Kel, I thought the tree was actually down. I freaked out so bad that I swerved the car. Thank God there was nobody out there. It was literally, like, the middle of the night. But I swerved. And it was a bad swerve because, like, my luggage was in the back and it flew against the car window really hard. It was, it was bad. Okay. And I was like, oh, the tree's not even down. Like, why did I see a tree? Like, it was, no, okay? <laughs> so when people tell you that they experience PTSD, like, you don't have to be in a war to experience PTSD. It's just post-traumatic stress disorder, right? So something in your life causes chronic trauma, 
right? And you cannot get over it. Like you can't, and you keep coming back to that moment each and every time, you know? So that happens. And then the second thing is the math just stopped mathing after that, right? Like I started to really, of course, cause you know, I'm a financial therapist. I am a financial person. So I'm sitting here doing my numbers and I'm like, hold up. How much am I paying for this car? <laughs> this, this car that I'm sitting in like, or that's parked all the time. How much am I paying for this car? $36 a month for a parked car. Like that's how much my car note was. Right? And I was still buying Uber Eats because although like I love my family and they're very great to me, I hate cooking in other people's kitchen. It makes me very uncomfortable, right? Um so and I like to be out of people's way especially because like I wasn't supposed to be here this long, right? Right, right. So I'm trying to like, you know, be to the side. And so I'm like, yo, $236 a month for something that I never, I don't actually use to what it's, what I'm supposed to be using it for driving around. Right. And then, you know, the gas prices went up. That was crazy. I was like, oh no, (laughs) I used to pay $20 to fill my tank. Now it's taking me double that. Now I know a lot of people were, were y'all about to get on me because y'all probably like, girl, I had to pay freaking a hundred, two hundred dollars, but for me, it was double what I was used to paying for my car. So I went from twenty dollar fill up to forty dollar fill up to fifty dollar fill up in literally four weeks. That was crazy to me. Okay, so now I'm like, okay, forty dollars for the fill up. Where are we at? We're like three hundred and something dollars deep now. Okay, and then I find out I thought that I had paid for my insurance, right? for the year, because I always do that, or six months or whatever, right? And I found out that I was driving state to state unknowingly without insurance, because apparently they had dropped me because of some paperwork that went missing. By the way, never use those apps. Those apps for insurance, dub, 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 dub. I will never use another app for insurance again, okay? Because I was really out here driving around for like four or five months accidentally without insurance okay so if that swerve off the road had gone the wrong way and I had hit somebody I would have been in a ton of trouble okay so I'm driving around without insurance so now you're telling me I gotta go and get insurance which means that I have to add another 100 and something so now where are we at we're like 400 500 deep for this car a month to sit on the sidewalk because I don't drive it because I have PTSD. What Does that make financial sense? I just want y'all to really think through the things that you hold on to, right? These physical, material things that y'all hold on to just because of comfort, right? That you could let go and open up your income so that you can actually do what you want to do with your money. Sometimes it's you holding you back. Right? Sometimes it's not the material thing because if I had, you know, let the car go earlier, I probably would have been I earlier. Right? So I'm like, man, I'm not paying $400 to $500. Exactly, Francesca. Nope. Like, I'm not paying $400 to $500 for something to sit on the street. This is nuts. 
and you know occasionally get in the car and drive it absolutely freaking not that makes no sense to me so i decided to sell the car okay and now let me tell you right now is the best time to sell a car best time and i don't mean like the time of year because actually technically the end of the year is the best time to buy a car but this year and maybe even halfway through next year, because they're projecting the car industry to go back to normal, hopefully next year, if not 2024. But because of inflation, because of gas prices, because of all the crazy-ish going on with our economy, me being in a seller's position twice over now, so for my condo, I got way more than I would have gotten like in any other year, right? Thanks, COVID. Okay. And then two, I was able to sell my car. So shout out to Kelly Sells Cars for helping me and walking me through because I was a little anxious. I've never sold a car before. Okay. I've always been the buyer or doing a trade-in. I've never like gone in and been like, no, take this car and give me cash. Like, <laughs> so thank you for walking me through that. And also shout out to Sheehy Hyundai in Maryland. They were absolutely great to me. Um, I did have a black salesman that did make me feel much more comfortable. Um, but they were dope, um, throughout the whole situation. So anyways, I ended up selling the car and the car gave me $7,500 in my pocket. $7,500, y'all. $7,500. So if I would have sat there and tried to do a trade-in and get another car, you know, usually that's how you do it. You know, when you, when you sell a car, that's what you think about when you sell a car, right? I'm like, well, how many times did I have money left over and they just took it and never like, I'll be thinking about that stuff. Like how many times did I not have to do this? You know what I mean? That I could have let the car go and not have to deal with it. You know what I mean? So $7,500 in my pocket. And like I said, if you listen to that episode, how much did my land cost? How much did I say my land cost for Kenya? Seven grand. Okay. And I, yes, I swiped my credit card for it, but you still got to pay that money back. It's not like the credit card was free money. You still got to pay the money back. Right. So my car actually paid for the land that I bought in Kenya. Do you see, do you see letting go of one thing, letting go of something that I didn't actually need to be paying for led to something that I wanted and that I now own? Because I didn't own that car. That car was a lease, by the way. So it led me to purchase the land, all right? And land in Kenya, not expensive, obviously, right? The build is a little bit more pricier. Cause I did have to, um, the, the build out for the building is like 66 K, but I paid for the land with the car. Bye-bye car. Bye-bye thing. I don't use anymore. Let me get this thing that I'm going to go make some money with. Okay. <laughs> that I'm going to build some generational wealth with. Okay. So I am going to close this out because I didn't want this to be too long. Last time, y'all had me on here for an hour, and I was like, I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. But, (laughs) first episode, I know that's right. Yes, 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 yes. 
Um, this was just a really quick one to just tell you that like the only thing that separates you from an investor is three things. It's ambition, dedication, and choices right? That is the only thing that separates you from greatness and from those financial goals that you are trying to reach, especially in real estate. They're not doing anything magical, okay? They're not doing anything, or we, because I'm part of the gang now, gang, gang, investor gang. Um, <laughs> they are not doing anything that you can't do. The only thing that they're doing different, right, is some of them do, like me, have that fire inside of them. I'm like, look, I'm going to figure this out. Ambition, right? Some of them do have that that dedication. Like, okay, well, this didn't work. I'm going to figure out a different way to go, but I'm going to work at this until it works, right? Until I push through and get to the goal, right? And that last thing is choices. Choices. What if I had chose to hold on to my condo and gone into foreclosure? What if I had chose to hold on to my car and waited for someone to come repo it? Okay. Choices. That is the only, those are the only three things that separates you from becoming an investor and doing the great things that they're doing. It's a formula. It's math. Okay. It's literally math. Okay. If I have this and then I do this, I will reach this result, period. So you are so very welcome, my dear. So I'm going to leave you guys with that, that the only thing that separates you from an investor is ambition, dedication, and choices. And I just hope you guys make better choices and let go of those material things that are wasting your money and weighing down your pockets. Thank you for tuning into another episode of the Ready, Set, Purchase podcast with your host, The Queen Blueprint. But the conversation does continue offline. If you're a first-time homebuyer, I host free live first-time homebuyer workshops that are market-specific for your state each and every second Wednesday of the month. I, along with some of my favorite professionals, will not only guide you through the home buying process, but will highlight how to become a first-time investor at the same time. If you're a first-time homeowner or investor and you need clarity on the market you're in or going in from a short-term rental perspective, definitely become a Market Mastermind member because we're building a community of US STR investors and deep market breakdowns are dropped three Mondays a month on a different city in each state. Not to mention the first-time homebuyer workshop replays will be available there as well. And last, but certainly not least, if you're ready to go all the way and become an international STR owner, check out my Global STR Accelerator, where I'll teach you how to set up an STR from scratch and operate within the country we're focusing on. You'll also be able to get a business registered in the country and visit for an investor tour. It's a 12-week intensive, but if you're ready to own real estate in Africa and or the Caribbean, this is definitely the program for you.